Welcome back. Yeah, welcome black. That's what I always do right here on Black Hollywood Live. Next, we talk to who's next in Hollywood. And today's no different. We've got the one and only beautiful, stunning Desiree Ross. You'll see her on the upcoming show, Greenleaf, that's going to be on OWN. And we're going to be talking about Muhammad Ali. Of course, his funeral was today. And lastly, one of my favorite artists from the same place as Muhammad Ali, Bryson Tiller. He's got new music out right here on Black Hollywood Live next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live next. Welcome back. Today is no different. You know me, the host, Megan Thomas, at MegScoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, Snapchat, wherever. Find me. Make sure you use the hashtag BHLNext because we want to see all of your comments. We want to know what you think about today's episodes. Who else should be on the show? What are your thoughts? Put it in the hashtag. Hashtag like this, VHL next. And of course, today we've got a great guest. She's stunning. She's beautiful. She's super smart. She's super cute. I love her. Her name's Desiree Ross. Give it up for Desiree. Yay. You're so cute. Thank you. You like seem, I wouldn't even know that you were 17 because you're like so mature. Oh, really? That's a good thing, yeah. Yeah, I, I, get, I get that a lot. You get that a lot, okay, that's yeah. good. So yeah. let's do a little bit of news today. So, of course, in casting news, we have to talk about Muhammad Ali because there's an all-star cast at his funeral. I mean, he's the procession today was beautiful. It was streamed on ESPN, like a few different channels. And, of course, there was uh, Billy Crystal, Will Smith, Mike Tyson was a pallbearer, to, just to name a few. And, of course, President Bill Clinton was one of the people that delivered the eulogy today. And so... I wanted to bring him up because for a few reasons, A, he's the greatest boxer ever, right? Yeah. Number one. Number two, he's from Louisville, Kentucky. I'm from Kentucky. And number three, because our guest, Desiree, her mom oh. had this cute picture <laughs> with Muhammad Ali back in the day. How adorable. Look at your mom. Yeah. How adorable is that picture? It's really cute. Yeah. <laughs> Did she tell you that was going to be on here? <laughs> she gave me a heads up. She was like, you got to know this and this. Because <laughs> they might show this picture. I was like, okay. <laughs> right, right, right. What did she say about the picture? Well, okay. So she was explaining it to my boyfriend one day about how um, she was with her dad. Because her dad um, covered the 1976 Olympics. And so he was the, um, the well, actually, he was the first black vice president for ABC Sports. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he had a pretty cool job. She got to meet some pretty cool people. But anyway, so they were there. Um, and my mom was sitting on Muhammad Ali's lap, but she was a little bit scared. And so she, she got up because Muhammad Ali was trying to like get the press to go away. And he thought by having a child on his lap, you know, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. might help a little bit. And so then these two twins came and sat on his lap and then my mom started crying cause she was really upset and then he didn't want my mom to cry. So then my mom came back and sat on his lap and that is when the picture was taken. Aww, <laughs> yeah, that's so cute. So yeah. cute. Good I job. Know. What's your mom name? Shout her out, go ahead. Her name is Brooke and my mom is an OG. I love her. <laughs> Your mom is an OG. She really is. She really is. <laughs> Very cool. Awesome sauce. Okay. So let's <laughs> move on to the next. Uh, Fresh Beats. We have another Louisville, Kentucky native, Bryson Tiller. His album, which is Trap Soul, was out in October, but he's got a new video out for the vi for the song Exchange. I love Bryson Tiller. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it, hear it a little bit. Go ahead. For a different prayer, Lord, please save her for me. Do this one favor for me. I love this song. You know why? Because are you a big Bryson Tiller fan? I love Bryson. 
Tyson Taylor. You love him. I love him too. And I love how he has the sample of something that's a little too old for you. But there was a song <laughs> back in 1998 by KP and NV called Shorty Swing My Way. And that's where the like you hear the background, the girls like like singing all that stuff. Yeah. That's from that song. So big up to you, Rice and Tiller. Faux show. All right, let's talk about you, Desiree. Yeah. Are you okay. ready? Okay, let's do this. Okay, let's do this. So I know you're from South Carolina, right? What yeah. part? I'm from Columbia, which is the capital. Okay. Capital, but not very much to do there. How did you get into acting? Because you know you're in a small city, but you yeah. made it to Hollywood. Like, how did you start? Which what was your start? Um, well, okay, so I've wanted to be an actress ever since I was three, mm -hmm. and I, like, saw people on the TV, and I was like, Mom, how did they get inside the TV and do that over and over the exact same way? I thought, <laughs> like, because I, I thought that they were physically inside of the TV yeah. acting things out. And so she was like, oh, well, they film it, and then they replay it. And I was like, oh, really? I want to do that. I want to be an actress. And she was like, oh, Lord, I just moved from L.A. What am I supposed to do with this child now that I'm in <laughs> South Carolina? And so, um... Eventually, she she just tried to put it off. Both of my parents did, and then an agency moved in right across the street, and so <laughs> but she had no choice. Yeah, huh? <laughs> and then she had no choice, so she went in, and then I kind of met with them, and um, from there started started to practice and do auditions, and um, eventually, like two years later, I got my first manager, got my agent, and then a couple years later, I got another agent, and then another agent. And um, in ninth grade, I booked my first role, and now I'm a series regular. That's so I mean, awesome. yeah. How do you, what do you say to people who live in small cities and are like, you know, I want to be an actress, but there's no way because I'm in the, I live in the middle of nowhere. You have to use living nowhere <laughs> to your advantage because you can do a lot of like video auditions and stuff. And like here in a big city, you're going up against so many people and, you know, you have to do these live um, auditions. Whereas whenever you're in a small city and you have the choice and um, ability to do a video audition, you can just you can work the heck out of that stuff. I mean, you can do it until it's literal perfect <laughs> literal perfection mm -hmm. and then you can send that in so i mean they're only seeing the best of the best of you and you don't have as many competitors and it's really easy to build up your resume because there's probably a lot of like student films and stuff going on so then whenever you do go into a big city then you can say oh i have this and i have this and i have this actually my mom um she does a seminar on this to teach kids uh -huh. and adults how to get into acting and how to start off and get the ball rolling especially from small cities like where I live. So See, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really good because I know yeah. a lot of people are always concerned like, oh, I have these big dreams, but I live in such no. a small place. You just have to go for it and you have to be willing to put forth the time and the effort and mm -hmm. then everything eventually will pay off as long as you keep at it and you have a really good support system and you just believe in yourself. That's awesome. Yeah. And I know you played um, Michaela, a biracial child, in the movie Crossing the River. It's about a hate crime. Yes. How? Did, so let's talk about that because that, uh, are you yeah. biracial, by the way? I, yeah. What do you mix with? Um, You're like everything. Yeah, I'm, wow, wow, wow. I'm like Korean and black, so I always ask these things. I, <laughs> I can tell. You look beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> um, I'm actually African-American, Native American, Dutch, Irish, German, and French. So everything, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you have everything. Yeah. My dad has, like, a lot of stuff, and, um, yeah. Yeah, my dad's just a little bit of everything. That's like, awesome. Up until uh, just not too long ago, my grandma was saying that she was black, but she she's, like, really only 17% black. 
But you know, one drop will, honey. That's yeah, all right. You know, that's all right. You know. But you know, so that story was about a biracial child, so yeah. it's very close to home for you. Right. But it, it also won um, at a film festival. It won did. the best ensemble cast. Right. What was it like to be a part of such an award winning film? I was really excited for it, and I wish that I was able to go and. Um, you know, go to some of the film festivals, but I was in school. I was in like seventh grade. So, but it was really exciting. And actually, whenever I auditioned for that, my mom, um, because she, it was about a cross burning, and um, my mom had uh, a cross burning in her front yard whenever she was little when she was living on Long Island. And so um, she wrote a really amazing audition piece for me to use. And then I went in there and I bawled and did all of that good stuff. <laughs> wow. And I got the role. And I was actually really excited. But um, one of the sad things was that while we were filming, there was actually a cross burning, like, not too far away. Really? So I was, everyone was really taken aback about how, you know, even today this stuff is really still happening. Yeah. You know, so... I think it's terrible. It's amazing that you were part of a film like that, you know, right. especially at such a young age. Yeah. It yeah. seems like you've had you've played already some very deep, <laughs> meaty roles and some meaningful pieces. Yeah. <laughs> it seems like it, yeah. Yeah. And I know you uh, starred in Old Souls, which is um, a historical piece about racism as well. Yes. How do you get, like, are you the type of actress that goes, you know, when I see these things, it has to mean something? Or would you just do pretty much anything at this point in your career because you're trying to build up your resume? I mean... I like really good roles. I'm not, I mean, I don't discriminate. I'll, I'll do what I have to do, but. Um, but not anything that's going to mess up your career. It's just no. something that, you know, that has meat Only things that push it. me forward and things that really, that I that I feel, you know. That you're passionate about. Yeah, yeah. things that I like. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's basically how it what's, is. What's your dream role? I get this question a lot, mm-hmm. and I never have a good answer. Um, <laughs> um, well, I really want to do like a feature film, mm-hmm. like either one that goes to a lot of like really prestigious um, film festivals, or something that um, like shows in movie theaters. Because yeah. that would be so cool. Well, who would you want to work with? Gosh. I can I can give you like a whole list. Yeah, name them off. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence because she's really cool and she seems to like be really fun. Mm-hmm. I love watching her interviews and stuff. Um, another Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston. She's uh, just cover all the Jennifers basically. I'm just gonna cover all of them, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and then um, wow. Okay, this is actually a really good question. Uh, Julia Roberts. She's a really yeah, good actress. Yeah, that's good. Um, Okay, wait. I have to think. I need to think broader. I need to think of guys, too. Okay, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. He's, he's great. He's yeah. cute, too. He's saying he's cute. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not for me, though. But, but, um... Well, no, that's good. I want to say yeah. that because you, you've got some... It's are you? Would you say you'd like to do dramas more or comedies more? Drama. I do like comedy, though, because, like, whenever you're filming a comedy... Um, <laughs> It's really funny being on set. Like, I did um, an ABC pilot called Chevy, and that was with, like, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo. And so I had this really cool, um, like, this really cool guy playing opposite me, and his name was Ed Oxenbold, and he's so funny. So (laughs) funny. Like, we were just laughing the whole entire time. So I thought that was really cool because I've never really been, like, I've never really worked on a comedy show, but then, like, working on that, 
I swear to God, I had abs at the end of the week from how much I was laughing. So. <laughs> but I do really like drama because it comes a little bit more natural to me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So I know you did um, a country Christmas story with yeah. Dolly Parton, who I love. Yes. What was it like working with her? She's the sweetest. She really is. She, like, goes out of her way to make you feel like you're part of everything that she's doing. So, like, if she's having a conversation with you and someone comes up, then she'll be like, oh, well, just let me finish this conversation with her and then, you know, I'll get back to you. I'm so sorry. But I oh, just, I really nice. want to finish hearing what she's saying. So, she's she's like that. And, like, <laughs> whenever we were filming, um, <laughs> I she asked me, she was like, well, what, what was the worst part about filming in L.A.? And I was like, well, <laughs> they don't have good sweet tea. And I was like, and I even told them that I really like sweet tea and that I wanted some, but um, <laughs> but they tried to make it and they're just. It's not it the wasn't South, good. baby. I it know wasn't it's from not. The South. No, it was. They don't know about the two cups of sugar. They don't know they about don't. it. So. They don't. Yeah, it's so sad. It's yeah, literally everywhere you go, like they'll they'll have tea, but it's unsweetened. And it, you're like, no, uh, I'm from the South, so I yeah. get it. Yeah, <laughs> and I have like a really bad sweet tooth, so it's terrible. But anyway, so the next day she um she came in and she brought me like a souvenir cup filled with really good sweet tea and I thought it was so sweet and I was like trying to save it and so I took it home with me after we were done filming because we did the Dollywood part like at the at the very end and so um so I brought it home with me and I was trying to save it because it was my Dolly tea (laughs) right and then my little brother drank all of it and didn't tell me he would like go and sneak sips and then I went to go get it out of the out of the fridge one day and it was like empty and I was like (laughs) <laughs> Desmond were you mad did you beat him up you didn't beat him up right oh, not no, too bad no, okay no I love him too much no. <laughs> you're dolly too. that's a really good story yeah what was it did you also get to work with uh, uh, Brian McKnight a lot yeah he's amazing he is, he really is. Yeah. was he like singing like just yeah. like randomly yeah yeah and playing guitar he's so, so talented he is it was yeah. like when they would be like okay now we're gonna need you to like um, come up with something to play for the scene because you're going to help her and show her out and you're just going to do this. And then he, like, started playing, and I was like, oh, my God, that's 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 a hit. It's right. amazing. Right. But, um, <laughs> I would have asked him just to sing. Like, just sing yeah. some of your songs. One. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your first recurring role was in Falling Skies. Yes. And that was executive produced by Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. What was it like to be on a, a TV show in... in finding out that you got this role how what was your reaction to it well okay so so um i was trying to go back to high school for uh ninth grade well going into high school for ninth grade actually technically so we finished um filming a country christmas story and then um i was three days late to school like I missed the first three days of school because i was filming and then i got there and then i kind of finished off the rest of the week like thursday or Wednesday I auditioned for Falling Sky, so I was there Monday, Tuesday. Wednesday I auditioned, and then Friday, while I was in Starbucks, I got a call <laughs> saying that I had gotten the role and I needed to be on a plane to go to Vancouver wow. by Monday. So I had to unenroll from school. But okay, wait, let me just tell you about the Starbucks part because I screamed so loud. Everybody <laughs> in Starbucks looked at me. I was like, <laughs> and this is the most embarrassing thing ever. And they, my friends were like, Desi, Desi. <laughs> here i was right. like i don't even care right i'm leaving i'm <laughs> out of here i got a job 
That is awesome. Yeah. And then how do you, so how do you do the school thing? Because I know it's a little different in LA than it is from South Carolina. Are you in like real full-time school or do you have tutors? I have, well, I have set tutors, but I do online school. Oh. Because in South Carolina, if you miss more than 10 days of school, then you have to go through like a hearing, which um, is not fun and they can either fail you or they can let you continue doing what you're doing. So it's kind of risky. And plus they have social services come to your house and do an investigation. They're serious in South Carolina. Yeah, so, you know, you're really not allowed to miss anything. So me being away for six months, you know, that that wouldn't fly. So, um, so I do online school. I've been doing it since I was in eighth grade because I really don't have a choice. Cool. If yeah. I if I want to work, then I have to give up going to school. Do you so. ever miss it? Do you miss like just the everyday randomness of school? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, but that's okay. Of. It's a trade off. You know what I mean? It's a trade. It is, and I think the best part about I mean not being in school is I'm able to like travel and stuff. But um, it's actually not too bad because. Because when I'm working, I get to meet so many right. other people who can give me so much great advice mm-hmm. and help me out and push me further in my career. And they're people that want to do the same thing as I want to do, and they're really successful. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm learning a lot. Plus, I do my schooling, and I have, like, my own private tutor. I know. And I mean, that's rough life. Yeah. Thing. And, you know, I just I go to Crafty and get some snacks oh, and stuff. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, you know, it's terrible. The great terrible. snacks that you have the to go with. The great snacks, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so then you got you got your biggest role, well, I would say, because it's such yeah. an amazing piece as yeah. Sophia in Owns Greenleaf, which is going to be premiering. It's a two-day premiere, June 21st and 22nd. Yeah. And th- tell us about your character, Sophia. Okay, so Sophia, um, she's moving from... Phoenix, Arizona to Memphis. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah. So she moves from Phoenix to um, to Memphis, and she's kind of she's really new to this family. She's never really met them before, but she knows that they run a church, and so um, Sophia's not really she's not really into church. But when she gets there, she kind of starts exploring the church and her faith and her her place in the church, and she's really pure. Our writer describes my character as being like really pure at heart with really pure intentions. So like everything that Sophia does through the church, there's nothing, there's nothing um, malicious behind it, like no Mm -hmm. malicious intent. So I think that's really cool. So whereas other people might do something out of like greed or they might do it out of revenge, I would just do it. Sophia would just do it because she just loves it. Right. Um, I think that's really great about her. And so she's she's also going to school. She's dealing with a whole bunch of just regular teenage problems. Um, and <laughs> she meets her new cousin, and they start to become really good friends. And my cousin's played by Lovey Simone Taylor. <laughs> yeah, one of my best friends. I know. So, now that you guys, like, yeah. it was just, like, click. You clicked, right? Now oh, you yeah. guys are really cousins. At, at, the, really. <laughs> at, the cast, at the cast dinner, they were like, do you guys know each other? And we were like, we just met 30 minutes ago. <laughs> but we were like sitting there like sharing a bowl of mashed potatoes and uh, good times. That's good. <laughs> what's, yeah. what's the best day that you had on set? Oh, wow. I've had a lot of really good days on set. So, um... Oh, okay. I got one. Okay. There was one day where um, they had a really like, they had this cake that they were using as a prop. So at the end of the scene, everybody got to, all, like, the, all of the crew got to eat the cake. Mm-hmm. And so... <laughs> What'd so, you do? What did you do? 
I took a slice bigger than my head. Are you serious? I'm not even kidding. Did you eat it all? I tried to. <laughs> How successful were you? Like halfway successful. <laughs> really? Like in one sitting you ate half of this huge piece of cake? <laughs> well, uh, uh, the worst part was that I already had a, I had a slice that was as big as my head on my plate. And then I went back for more. <laughs> and you ate that one? I, I, I tried. I, Almost? It, it took me like two <laughs> days actually. I was really mad because while I was trying to like finish it off, it started going like getting. Never mind. I'm just not gonna say. It. It's getting gross. Yeah. It's starting to get nasty. <laughs> I probably would have picked that as my favorite day on set too. Yeah. I'm a cake lover. What's your favorite cake? Uh, ooh, I like strawberry cake with like mm. fresh strawberry icing. So yeah. Or red velvet, but it has to have like. The real cream cheese icing. I can't deal with the fake stuff. So. See, I'm with you. You can yeah. always like. You can always tell, right? I can always <laughs> tell. They'll say it's cream cheese, but it's not. Right, right, yeah. right, right, for sure. And so you, of course, this is um, a production by Oprah, and she's yeah. actually in it. Which she a lot is. of times she's never in the productions that yeah. are yeah. on her channel, but she's in it. She. Is. We have a picture of you <laughs> with Oprah. What was it like meeting her, by the way? Um, she's really sweet. Actually, I have a story about that too. So, um. I was at the production office. We were about to do, like, a rehearsal because mm-hmm. um, we were about to start filming our first scene. So everybody was, like, talking about, like, the plot and how, um, how our characters are and, like, the background behind them so that we can kind of build more of a, a chemistry between the different characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so so Craig, our writer, came out and introduced himself because I had never met him. I'd only talked to him on the phone up until then. And um, so... So then I was like, my mom was signing this paperwork and my brother was there and our friend Renee was there. And so I was like standing over my mom's shoulder and then all of a sudden Oprah came out of the room and I didn't ex- <laughs> I didn't expect her to be there. So I was like, it's Oprah. I know, I was like, I was like, mom, 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 it's Oprah. And she was like, and then and then our friend Renee, Renee was like, I was like, shh. And I was like, <laughs> I was, I was like and then my mom goes, what where (laughs) and i was like oh she's gone now so anyway so then i went in to go meet her and i was like oh my god i don't how do you approach oprah i mean it's like what you say hello miss oprah hello Hello. miss oprah i call i call her miss winfrey (laughs) because you know in the south you yeah the miss you have to put the miss and oprah just is like it sounds too formal Mm -hmm. you know so many big expectations (laughs) but um but yeah, so I went in and I was like, I was freaking out. I didn't know what to do. I was like sweating and everything. That's embarrassing. But um, so I went in and I was like, do I shake her hand? Do I hug her? Like, what am I supposed to do? And so I went in and I like stuck my hand out and then she pulled my hand in and gave me a hug and she's like, oh, your hair smells so good. I was like, thank you. It's like the best compliment. Oh, for some my hair smells she, good, you guys. I'm going to keep using the shampoo forever. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, she's really sweet though. She's super sweet and really genuine but um she's kind of like how you see her on tv except for like just as in like how thoughtful she is and she really does care about everything that she talks about so Mm -hmm. what was it like acting with her actually i never really had a scene with her did you see her like on set did you ever get to see her though yeah acting yeah what was it like just watching like what did you pick up from watching oprah act dang that's what I picked up. That's what I picked up. I right. was like, oh, my God. This is insane. I'm here watching Oprah. So, I mean, I mean, she's amazing at everything that she, she does. She is. She's like, I mean, she's <laughs> so talented. I love she it. Is. I think I probably would have cried. <laughs> oh, my God. 
jumper. <laughs> One of those things. She's like the only person, yeah. though, that yeah. I would ever do that for. But yeah. you did good. You did good. <laughs> Thank God, you know. Right, right, right. So living in South Carolina, you're doing a lot, lot more acting. Of course, you've gotten Greenleaf, which films out of Atlanta, right? Yeah. So would you ever move to Atlanta or L.A.? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> for sure. When is is that going to happen soon, or are you going to wait for a little bit? I think it's going to happen eventually. You have to ask your cousin. Can Maybe. I stay with you? Look, she's looking at cousin over here, like, uh. Hey. You so gotta I got to stay with you. You know <laughs> that. No. So yeah. yeah so you definitely want to move to LA, right? Oh yeah, LA, LA for sure. I think my family does want to move to Atlanta because that's where I'm filming six months out of the year, and we just right. got um, picked up for another season ahead of our actual premiere that's amazing which is yeah it's absolutely crazy yeah. so um so <laughs> um so there's that um but la 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 that's la's your dream huh that's my dream don't worry honey you'll be here soon enough yeah, and then so, you'll be waiting to go back to right. get some sweet tea i'm just telling <laughs> you waiting. i'm still like oh i gotta go back to kentucky <laughs> i need sweet tea yeah so need it. <laughs> we'll see college is coming around the corner soon so we'll we'll where do you want to go to school um USC, UCLA, LMU. What'd you um, study? What would I study? Mm-hmm. I think I want to study film. Ah. So I think I might want to study um, directing. Okay. So, or I'll try to do something like psychology. Um, actually, I really, I'm like one of those people. I just want to do everything, but there's just not enough time right. to do all of it. So, mm-hmm. like, if I had the choice, I'd be like, okay, I want to go to school and I want to learn about sign language and I want to learn about, I want to <laughs> do photography. And be and a whale trainer, I like everything. Be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Add yeah. all that in there. Basically, yeah. A pilot, an astronaut. Well, I mean, it seems like you like to do a lot of stuff. What are some yeah. of your hobbies? Shopping. Shopping. I love shopping. What are you like, a clothes shopper? Like, what kind of shopping? Online shopping? Like, mall shopping? Because I have a problem with online shopping, I will admit. <laughs> I like online shopping. The only thing is, like, guessing sizes. Yeah, that's what sucks about the, the clothes part of it. Yeah. So you're, yeah. like, a clothes shopper. Are you clothes. a thrift shop person or, like, a mall person? Because, you know, there's, like, it's usually one or the other. Um, I don't mind either, really. I like ah. I like both. I like both. Um, I think I do a lot of mall shopping, though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I you can't really find a good thrift store where I live. Okay. That they, I know of. There's a ton in LA, honey. It's going to change your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So you like shopping? What else? Shopping. I love... Um, Are you addicted like, to Snapchat? I do like Snapchat, but I don't watch people's stories. Okay. I know. That's kind of a weird thing. It's just like, I always post on my own, but I never watch other... Like, there's yeah. people, that they like scroll through like everybody's, and I don't understand. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> to me, I'm like, uh, I don't, eh, you know, I'm just going to go do my own thing. I don't, right. You do you and I'll do me and you can watch my story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it depends. The people that are important to me, I'll watch it. What, do you have any like active like sports or anything that you like to do? Or any, I like- really like soccer, but when I decided to go after acting and I really wanted, I, I tried to do both at the same time, like make really big commitments to both. So uh-huh. I wanted to do like travel soccer and then I also wanted to do acting and my parents were like, you got to pick. You don't have enough time. Right. And if you get called out for a job, then being on a travel soccer team, you're going to let your team down. And I was right. like, oh, well, acting acting's what I want to do. So I picked acting. Plus, you know, you make money. Don't you worry. I'm sure there's a soccer movie coming out here with your name on it. I know. <laughs> we can do both. I'm ready. Together. So what kind of um, upcoming projects do you have? Well, 
I actually have a couple different things, but um, my next my next thing that I'm actually gonna that I'm actually planning to do is gonna be Greenleaf season two. I mean, that's like the next thing on my agenda that's actually mm-hmm. gonna start filming next. So, and then there's a couple other things that are still being funded. So mm-hmm. I'm excited for those. But other than that, just you know, doing interviews and keeping busy. I'm actually, yeah, I'm like really busy, but um that is totally okay that's that's exactly what you want it's, right it's what i want <laughs> i would pick nothing else what would what kind of advice do you have for somebody who is probably a teenager as well and wants to get into acting what would you say to them you gotta go for it you just gotta go for it and then um, it'll take a really long time unless you're like really super lucky so you have to be able to like deal with rejection and if you're in school you might have to deal with not being in school and maybe doing like I did and you know taking taking online classes um but you just have to keep at it for a really long time until something happens and then and then that'll like bring up a little spark of hope and then you keep going and you keep going and you keep going but you just you can't give up after the first time someone tells you no because you never know that person might say no for some completely different reason like oh we changed the character to this and this other person is perfect for it but when the right role comes around you'll get it and it'll be the perfect role for you and everything will come naturally so you just have to keep at it that's like my best piece of advice because so many people give up before they get a chance to really do anything and I mean it might take them two years it's going to take a little bit of money but stay for it and just do your auditions so that's, but, that's but what I have spoken to like a true like mature I don't understand how you're 17 <laughs> such like advice like don't give up guys There's so, <laughs> you gotta keep the hope I know. alive <laughs> alright it's been wonderful having you here yeah, before we get out you. of here where can all of your fans find you on social media okay on Instagram I am Desiree Ross D-E-S-I-R-E-E R-O-S-S underscore you can find me on there there should be a little blue check mark so it'll make it a little bit easier to find me then there is um, Twitter. It should be the Desiree Ross. I think you should know how to spell that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hopefully, yeah. They <laughs> yeah hopefully. And then um, after that, what other social media? Facebook, Snapchat. Facebook, Facebook. Oh, Snapchat is D E S I A R O S S one one. So it's Desi A Ross eleven. And then Facebook is Desiree Ross, and um, it'll say public figure, and then just go like my page where I will be posting, and I will be doing like a lot of Facebook lives and whatnot during the show so that you can see my expressions, and Uh (laughs) I have a lot of crazy expressions, so you'll... You might enjoy that. So Awesome. Well, thank you yeah. so much. We've enjoyed yeah. having you. Thank you. I am Megan Thomas at MegScoop on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope. Use the hashtag BHL next. Let us know who you want right here on Black Hollywood Live. We'll <laughs> see you next week, guys. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.